The sandwich is sandwich is It is a basic essential for lunchboxes, parties, and picnics. As far as these boys are concerned, well, hamburgers and hot dogs are their idea of a really good meal. Hey everyone! Hey y'all! Welcome to the Do I Even Cook podcast with Katie and Tay, your hosts here in Austin, Texas. The Do I Even Cook podcast is a space where we talk about all things food and all things that are not really, but kind of related to food. So in this episode, we discuss what we've been cooking, listening to, and watching, and then also some Thanksgiving hot takes and traditions, because Thursday is Thanksgiving, and we're recording this on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. November 20th. November 20th. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Mother's idea. Mother's idea. Thanks for tuning in today to the very first episode of the Do I Even Cook podcast with me, Katie, and Tay over here. Yes, so happy to be here. We've been talking about doing this for a very long time now. Um, And for everyone here who's maybe curious, like, why is it called Do I Even Cook? It's really the goal for us, and I think our lives in general, is it's about cooking, but it's also not about cooking at all. It's about <laughs> other areas of interest and um, daily musings between yeah. the two of us. And we have a lot to discuss today. We kind of went through some ideas and we just want to share our thoughts with you guys, get feedback as well on what you're doing with your lives lately. Okay, so um, I think to kick off, like Katie said, we have some different areas of topics and some of it will be food related and that's really what inspired us to do this. But We'll also go through some other fun uh, highlight areas in our lives. The Mm -hmm. first area that uh, we want to kick off with is what have you been cooking? (laughs) So Katie, tell me. I have been cooking a lot of oats. Um, Like rolled oats? Yeah. Okay. I have been, honestly what I've been doing is putting them in a pot with water, and then going to exercise. So they kind of soak a little. Then when I come uh, back... Just like room temperature water. Yeah, just, just you know, for, I've, you know, filtered water mm. from the fridge. Does Amy... Um, oh, my God, what's... Amy Chaplin. Amy Chaplin. Amy Chaplin is, like, our goddess. We love her so I love much. Amy. And She's yeah, a she, queen. She got... Actually, some of this recipe is based on what she does, and... The mulberries are an ingredient that I use to basically sweeten the oats. Mm. And so, yeah, I add the oats, the water, and then a little salt. And then I'll add a frozen banana, a frozen berry, and then... All uh, at room temperature? Yeah, I let it just sit. Like, just for for 30 minutes or an hour. Basically, just to kind of get them soaking. This is also not necessary to soak them. I just kind of, like, helps them cook a little faster. Um, and then I add the mulberries and then I cook that, um, once I'm done, like exercising or going on a walk, whatever, and cook, bring those to a simmer and just cook them for like five minutes. And then I add the fruits in. Yeah. So you take what was in the bowl at room temperature, soaked, put it into. I put it all in the pot to start with. Oh, okay. So, and then you just turn it on. Yeah. 
Interesting. And Amy does that. Okay. But she lets it sit overnight. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know oats, like, rolled oats are so delicate to me. Yeah. Do they get bigger when you soak them? Um, I think they just get, I mean, they get a little more digestible, I believe, if mm. you let them soak a little, and then they cook faster as well. Although rolled oats, like, they cook pretty fast anyway. They're That's not, like, steel-cut oats. Like, how fast? Like, within a couple minutes. Dude, I eat steel-cut steel oats raw. What? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, out of the bag? No, not out of the bag, but <laughs> I don't do a good job soaking. We'll get into oh that in a second. <laughs> well, um, honestly, this morning I was out of blueberries. I usually put blueberries into the oats and frozen as my berry. Yeah, frozen blueberries. And this morning I'd used strawberries, mm. and it was the best. It were, They were the best oats I've ever had. Dude, strawberry oatmeal was, Did, I'm just remembering this. Wait, as from a child, when you were young, right? Yes, absolute was, staple. Yeah, that's absolute. what it was for me. And Char agreed. I was like, these taste like the little packets of yes. like the Quaker oats Loved. with like the weird little strawberry thing yeah. that they put the in there. The little flake of strawberry <laughs> that was for sure like made in some Willy Wonka factory. <laughs> Um, we don't know what that's made of, but yeah, it was reminiscent of that. Wait, do you make them with milk or water? I actually just started using water because I was using so much almond milk, and mm. I was like, I need, the, I don't want to like keep going through like gallons of almond milk. Yeah. Obviously, I can make my own, but I haven't been in the mood too lately. And um, make your own almond milk. Yeah, and I so I just like feel so much guilt about the pulp. Yeah, well, you can do stuff with the pulp, but, I mean, you really have to be, like, focused on reusing. Like, well, you have to dry it out. And if you don't do it fast enough, yeah. it'll it'll mold. You don't want to leave it around. Or yeah. I put it in the freezer, and it's like, me getting that out of the freezer is going to happen. <laughs> Amy Chaplin does have the seeded crackers. Have you made those before? Mm, no, but I know what recipe you're they use about. The al- they use yes, the almond pulp, yeah. and it's like... They're pretty good, but I don't know. There's, like, a specific flavor in them. Maybe it's all the sesame seeds because there's mm-hmm. a ton that I started to not like mm. as much. Ew. I don't know. And I they don't, that being weird. It's hard to keep them crisp. Like, they're not, oh, like, a cracker that yeah. stays, like, crisp. Like, after, like, three or four days, they're yeah. kind of, like, soft a little oh. bit. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, mm. Yeah, the almond meal in general, I guess, is pulp and meal the same. Yeah. Um, it's oh, just water. a whole process because you have to soak the oat, uh, the almonds, then you have to like make the milk, then you have to dry out the meal and then you like put in the oven, I think for like a 300 for a few hours or something. That's how I've made it before. Dude, I've never even done that. Um, yeah, it's a process. So yeah. you have to be like really committed it to, is. it's 100% process. to the, uh, making of the almond meal. So anyway, I use water on the oats yeah. and it's great. Mm-hmm. And I don't add any sugar at all, just the natural sugars from the fruit. Mulberries. Mulberries. mulberries I put a like, banana in there, too. I don't know if I said that. Yeah, you did. Mulberries are, like, I don't feel like they're very common in Texas. Oh, I don't know. Um, Amy used them, and I ordered them on Nuts. Are they, like, gooseberries? Like, the golden gooseberries? Yeah. Is that the same thing? I don't know if they're the same thing, but they are, like, golden, and they, they're, yeah, like, little I think that is the same berries. thing. It might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been making that a lot. Um, what about you? What have you been, what have been your highlights cooking this week, if any? Um, well, last night we had some company over, Aww. and I was 
it's so funny. Like, anytime I cook for a company, mm-hmm. I just draw a blank. <laughs> I just start to, like, doubt myself. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, everything I make, like, Trey, my I get fiance. a little self-conscious. Too. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, he's a vacuum. He'll eat anything. <laughs> like, I don't have yes, taste buds. I, <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah. so nervous. So then I'm like, and then, and then one person had celiac. So I was like. I, oh. I never consider gluten. Like, right. we eat gluten in our household. So then I was yeah. like, like, something as simple as, like, Worcestershire sauce, actually. Mm-hmm. Because of the soy, I think, or something in mm-hmm. it. Isn't soy sauce have gluten? That's why you have to use tamari? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Worcestershire was going to go into Caesar dressing. And then oh. I was like, oh, I can't use that. Okay. It was just making me, like, a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, I did a pot roast by Define Dish. Do you follow Define Dish? I don't think so. I don't feel like you do. She's, like, a Dallas... Um, home chef she started a blog a long time ago and now she's like the famous just came out with their second cookbook the comfort kitchen do you have it uh-huh or how do you yeah i have these recipes well her website divinedish.com has a ton of okay. recipes and that's actually where i got the pot rose recipe oh nice okay yeah but so it's she, like gluten-free stuff it's not gluten-free but she got her start by trying whole 30 mm-hmm. and then i think she was mm-hmm. just like i'm not whole 30 forever but mm-hmm. she's like i do it like once a year and like yeah cleanses me up it's like a reset exactly mm-hmm. yeah but as she's done that she has come up with basically she knows how to cook with all these substitutes that are whole 30 mm-hmm. friendly which right. are inherently gluten-free friendly yep. um and so i use arrowroot flour like, I have mm-hmm. arrowroot flour, mm-hmm. and I have tapioca flour, which mm-hmm. are both, like, really nice substitutes, especially for browning meat. Oh. So I put it on the chuck roast and browned the beef first, which, mm-hmm. like, got super caramelized, then did the vegetables, which I just, like, doubled up, and I swapped potatoes for turnips, which was a fun option. So all of that stuff that you swapped out has gluten in it, like cornstarch has gluten? No, I didn't cornstarch in there. Oh, I know, but you swapped it out for arrowroot. Oh, because you would have had to put flour, like all-purpose flour, on uh, the meat. Okay. And then I just put arrowroot instead. Oh, okay. Browned it, took it out, mm-hmm. and then the veggies were just, like, normal. Like, mm. celery. Mm-hmm. Just, like, kind of were wintery. They, were they impressed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was actually my aunt and uncle. And my <laughs> uncle is, um, he was a chef. Oh, wow. Um, I guess he, like, he went to culinary school, so he's, like, pretty trained nice he was like taylor this is very good (laughs) and i was like wow oh my god that sounds good did you add um like wine to it no isn't that standard for uh you totally can yeah Yeah. red wine um i did not do red wine i did she did actually it's not whole 30 she did dijon mustard okay tomato paste yeah paprika and then like vegetable broth and thyme Mm-hmm. Yum, that sounds really good. It was so good. We're actually having it again tonight because the recipe called for three to five ounces of, or three to five pounds of chuck roast. Mm-hmm. And I got one that was 2.3 pounds, which seemed way too small. Mm-hmm. So then I doubled it. But then last night, my uncle told me you should always bet on four ounces per person. Like, that's what oh. you should serve. Oh. So yeah. did you have too much then? You have, like, leftovers. I, I had leftovers. Like, okay. I think had I, was I like, gone... like, are you making it again from scratch? Or... No. Okay. No, it would have been just, like, enough. But I was, like... Sometimes when I go through certain recipes, I'm like, dude, 
I need to double this because I, mm-hmm. I want more of this mm-hmm. and I don't want to like make it again. That's my problem with like HelloFresh and stuff like that is it, you can, you only get so two portions. servings. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, I want to eat eight servings. <laughs> I want eight this. servings. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be limited tonight. Yeah. Um, that sounds really good though. It was. And, and have you been making anything else? Um, I, one or highlight for into? me, yeah, one highlight for me last week was for the first time ever, I made a shrimp cocktail at home. Yum. Which is wildly easy. Yeah. Um, left the shrimp, like, shelled, so I didn't even mm-hmm. have to peel them first, which was also mm-hmm. amazing. I used the Molly Boz recipe, and yeah, I just, like, realized it's literally just, like, boiling the shrimp or, like, poaching yeah. them, essentially. That's, like, one of the things you always see at the grocery store already made, and you never right. think to make it for yourself. No, never. But you it's, go like, to so a- easy. You go to a restaurant and it's like you yeah. get four shrimp. I'm like, this sucks. I paid eighteen dollars for that. What? Trey's dad is obsessed with shrimp cocktails, so now I'm like, oh. the next time he's over, I'm literally gonna be like, I have thirty shrimp. Let's make a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> We're having shrimp cocktail for dinner, which would be fine. That it would delicious. be. Yeah, Molly Boz. I like. I do you have her cookbook? Cook this book. I have her book, but I don't think I've cooked anything out of it. Like I think I've read it though. It's honestly, like, the way that she structured it, I don't love. Like, it's very mm. difficult for me to process the recipes. Because mm-hmm. they're so differently written than how other recipes are. The oh, other recipes are, like... Yeah, you know, how is it written? Hers, first off, the ingredients are bucketed. So it's, like, you know how most ingredient lists, like, as you go through the ingredients, you're, like, using them as you're yeah. going? Hers are bucketed by, like, your seafood. Your dairy. Oh. Your whatever. That is confusing. It, it's very confusing because I'm like, what is going to go with what? Yeah. And then the actual recipe structure at the bottom is like, like, it also doesn't say like onion, comma, diced or whatever. Oh, it's like wow. later in it's, the recipe, it, oh, she's like, here's how you should dice the onion. Okay. And she does have like QR codes that actually show you how to do certain things, like for the shrimp. Yeah. She was like, if you don't know how to devein shrimp, like watch yeah, this video that's nice. and it was interesting it was also funny because it was like a video about like shrimp shit which was mm-hmm. like which is what that also vein care, is dude i care zero it's plankton <laughs> i will eat that shrimp shit all day what a waste of my Everyone time does. Like, that. yeah who cares um i mean yeah i guess if once you know what it is i think some people might have a problem eating it but just don't think about it it's also like plankton though like it's not like poop like from animals <laughs> You know, it's like <laughs> coral reef. <laughs> so I don't know. Seems funny. But anyway, I get you. She does have some good recipes. The book is not super intuitive, in my um, opinion. One thing I actually noticed about recipes, like I've been trying to write some recipes recently, mm-hmm. and I actually like when the recipes are written, like if it's different components. Like I like those components separately. Like it's like, here's the sauce. And it's like, here's mm. the ingredients you need for the sauce. Yeah. And like, the directions can say it later, but it, I don't know. For me, it just, like, helps me, like, categorize, like, what mm-hmm. I'm cooking, like, at once. Um, that would be really confusing the way that it's written. Yeah, it is. And I, I agree with you. Also, like, that structure you just mentioned for baking. Mm-hmm. I really like to see, like, this yeah, is Yeah, like, this is, for, yeah, this exactly. is whatever. Yeah, it's very helpful. Yeah. Versus, I never really make things that, other than, like, a salad. Mm-hmm. Separate. That would need to be like components. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, yeah. There's things like obviously baking, baking, salad, big one. I have not been baking. I haven't. Okay, so I haven't been either. What about you? We have the oats. Yeah, I've been 
doing a lot of oats. I do them every day because I try to get my seeds in, fruits in, mm, basically seeds in, fruit, mm. and Wait, then the whole grains. What seeds are you putting Okay, in? so after I make the oats that I described earlier, mm-hmm. I top them with flax seeds, chia mm. seeds, and um, hemp seeds. I'm obsessed with hemp seeds. They're so good. I love them. I've been putting them on salads. I was going to say, what do you put them on? Salads. I mean, I put them definitely They're good on a lot of stuff. They give a nutty flavor. Okay. So, you've been making a lot of oats. That makes sense. We love oats. What other, are there any other, like, ingredients that have popped up for you that you've been cooking a lot with or that you want to be cooking more with? Um, yeah. One thing I've been doing lately is... Well, I guess it's like a combo of tomato paste and beans. Mm. I've really been into making tomato paste sauces. Mm. I recently watched a YouTube on how to make tomato paste sauces, which is really easy. It's not like, but I always, I mean, I've done it in recipes, but I never knew like the mechanics behind like what, how you do it. Right. Right. And um, so I learned how to do that. And now I'm, I just use canned beans if I'm in a hurry, I mean, obviously, I would prefer to make beans from scratch. But if you if you want to make a quick work from home lunch, yeah. you can use some canned beans 100%. and make a quick little tomato paste sauce, and then you have saucy beans. And it's so is it you just like brown the tomato paste in the pan? Well, to make it, I start with olive oil and then like garlic, herbs, whatever, okay. onions, um, and then you like just saute those a little to like infuse the oil, and then you add in the um, tomato paste and kind of how much ever you want, depending on how many, how much you're making of whether it's pasta beans, um, and then yeah, you like kind of brown the tomato paste, and then um, you add in either the bean water or like pasta water if you're doing pasta, and then it makes a sauce. Mm. It's super easy. Love that. Yeah. What about you? What have you been? Um, I've been picking up anchovies again. <gasps> Not that I was ever off of them. Yeah. But, you know, you go through phases of, like, what you're cooking. Yeah. And I'm kind of in more of, like, a... I think I'm in more of, like, a French cooking vibe Ooh, right now. Yeah. Um, probably because it's... Garlic, anchovies. Yeah, butter. Mm. Probably because it's that's winter. Delicious. Yeah. I think that's what's happening to me. Um, um, what kind of anchovies do you like? Oh, is there something? Oh, Ortiz. Ortiz, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been That's buying right. the Ortiz ones, which are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, are they in a um, tin? Tin, yeah. Okay. Which also is kind of a problem. Well, Curious what yeah. you do with this because when I use them, I'm like, great, open tin. I need like four anchovies. Oh, yeah. I put them back. Yeah. I seal them up and I put them back in the fridge. And I'm like, I don't know how long <laughs> I'm supposed to leave those in there. Um, I think what you're supposed to do and like, I actually usually buy them in a jar because I just find it easier, unless I'm using the whole tin in one recipe. Yes. But I think you're supposed to put olive oil back on them. Well, or if they're salt packed, then them. salt pack them. But yeah, just so they're okay. covered up, then you're good. I okay, then like, I feel like I've been good. Um, I think that's like the main thing. Yeah, they've been fine. Um, so I have been using anchovies, just throwing mm-hmm. them in here and there. And then I recently went to this restaurant, this new restaurant in Austin by the McGuire Mormon Lambert mm-hmm. Company called Rosie's. Have you heard of that? No. It's really cute. Where it's, is it? It's on West 6th, um, like where Clark's is. Clark's Oyster Bar. Okay. It's I haven't like, been there either. It's, you haven't been to Clark's yet? No. Oh, wow. Should we go? Yes. <laughs> yes, we have to go. Um, For reference, Katie is just back in Austin from Oakland. 
Yeah, I'm pretty new back here, and I don't think I ever, I don't know if that's an old restaurant, but I didn't go to West 6th a lot. Like, yeah. That was more of an East 6th kind of gal. It's like in Clarksville, so you have to go like west of Lamar, mm. which would be very, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah, different. The opposite. So McGuire, Mormon, Lambert opened like a ton of restaurants recently, and one of them is Rosie's, and we went the other night. Um. It's a really sweet wine bar. It was actually Beaujolais Day. Okay. Um. So we got a bottle of Beaujolais, like French red wine, which was so good. Yeah. And one of the dishes I got, it's like snack dishes, mm-hmm. but it's like enough that it'll fill mm-hmm. you up. But one of the dishes we got was anchovies, olives, feta, <gasps> and celery, like super thinly sliced celery, really nice feta. The anchovies were so good. How was it like served to you? I have a photo, but it was basically like laid out on the plate. So there was like the olives were like cut in half. They were a little bit smashed. Mm-hmm. The feta was in triangles. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like very eighties looking. Yeah. Um, anchovies <laughs> were like flat. Celery was sliced super thin. Mm-hmm. And then I ate it. Sounds almost like a carpaccio or something. Yes, like it was. It was to you. Exactly. It was um, laid out that way. That's cute. It was so good. Highly recommend. And I'm like, I've been sleeping on anchovies. Yeah. I know. I need to get back into anchovies a little. Yeah, Rosie's will be good. We're going to mm. June's on Tuesday. Is it hard to get a reservation? Um, I We just walked up. Okay. Yeah, we just walked up. We sat outside. It was nice. It was cold that night, but they had heaters, so, like, the outside was really nice. Mm. Yeah. Cute. I would recommend. And, yeah, we are going to June's mm-hmm. Tuesday before we see Nigella Lawson. Yeah. Yes. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually cook by Nigella. I don't have any of her. I, like, maybe cooked a recipe or two. Mm-hmm. One of my best friend's husbands is obsessed with Nigella, though. Really? Like, I grew up. Like, I think his parents, like, cook. Because she had a show. Right. Yes. She I didn't watch it either. I feel like she's just like an OG, yeah, like, Ina Garden, Martha Stewart type. Yeah. yeah. But I don't I'm know, like, what style her cooking is. Yeah. Um, I do think it's very, like, it's, like, simplistic kind of stuff yeah. that, like, low ingredients but, like, high flavor. Mm. Yeah. like, classics. That's what I think of anyway. But, again, like, I haven't really... I think I've only cooked, like, one of her recipes and I can't even remember what it was. I think it was, like, a salad of some sort. That'll uh, be so fun. Yeah. Such a fun. holiday spirit the week of Thanksgiving. I know. I feel like I'm going to walk away with, like, an idea of what to cook. I know. I'm excited to just, like, see what she says. Like, are we going to get to talk to her? I don't know. Probably. And actually, Addie Broyles, who's interviewing her, mm-hmm. used to work at the Statesman and do, like, all the food coverage. And Addie's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm very excited she's doing the, like, moderation. Oh, so we'll get some good questions. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Okay. Um, Pivoting off of... Is there anything else you want to say about food? Mm, love it. We love nuts.com. We love nuts. <laughs> I actually haven't used nuts.com yet, but it's ever since. I haven't ordered. I'm, I'm going to place it. I'm just like sleeping really? on the. Yeah. It's going to. They ship so fast. Like, that's why I love it. But on the weekends, they don't. So, like, they're going to ship on Monday. So, like, I'm like sleeping on my cart to be like, do I want to add anything else? But we love nuts.com. Dude, hemp seeds are. They have changed my life recently. They're so good. Yeah. All the seeds, like, they're, like, sleepers, but they are really good for you, and they taste good. Yeah, also, goji berries for me. Goji berries, you love them? Love goji berries. What are you putting them in? Yogurt. Yogurt, still cut oats, flax seeds, hemp seeds, chia seeds. Yeah. Sunflower seeds. We love seeds. We love seeds. That's a lot. I eat, oh, every day. I used to put pumpkin seeds in there Mm. with shell on. Into the yogurt. Why? 
It was so good. It was like, Are you, you know, like chewing them off as you're eating them? Oh, they're basically like savory. Well, you can eat those white shell okay. pumpkin seeds. Okay, so you're eating the shell. But it will cause you issues in your digestive tract. <laughs> like, I was like, I am being ruined by someone. And my doctor was like, you can't eat shell pumpkin seeds every day. Like, raw. <laughs> okay, so note to listener, do not pull a tail on that. No. Eat just eat pepitas. Just eat the pepitas. It's safer. Okay. That's it on, um... Nuts and seeds. Nuts and seeds is over. (laughs) Okay, so pivoting into what we've been listening to. Other things top of mind lately. So what have you been listening to lately? (laughs) (laughs) So actually a lot of podcasts, but what I will tell you instead of going into the podcasts is there's a playlist on Spotify that I've been playing for like two months nonstop. On Spotify? Yes. Okay. Called Jazz for Autumn. <laughs> and it is this amazing Aww. jazz cozy playlist that we just like nonstop play in our house. And actually we've recently had people over and they've mm-hmm. been getting on our Sonos to figure out what the playlist <gasps> is. Oh, so you're like turning people onto this jazz. It, what's it called? Jazz for Autumn. Jazz for Autumn. <laughs> jazz for Autumn it's is like so good. To the point. It's like we have jazz. It's, it's so autumn. good. It's got like a little bit of those like Charlie Brown jingles, mm, like mm. those little. I love pieces. jazz, and I feel like the cold weather makes me want to listen to jazz. Hundred percent. I love jazz so much, and it's nice because it's not like big band. Yeah. Jazzy. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. very cozy, calm. Yeah, I love that. Like I mean, Miles Davis is one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. I listened to Kind of Blue like a thousand times because I used to li- like. I think it was last year or the year before. I listened to it on repeat just all winter, and then when it came summer, it was like this is not the vibe now. This is no longer. It the still vibe. is nice, but it's like yeah, when you're cozy, listening to jazz. I do I'm love Miles out- Davis. I'll check it out. Yeah, you gotta check it out. Uh, for me, I think um, John Coltrane. Mm. A sentimental classic. mood. I don't know that many jazz artists, but I do know Coltrane and Miles Davis. No, so. Probably the most basic <laughs> ones we could ever say, but I do love them. Yeah, no, I mean they're classic for a reason, and yeah, yeah they're really good, really fun to listen to. What so is? Are they on Jazz for Autumn? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Jazz for Autumn is the best. <laughs> okay, what what about you? Um, Jazz for you, or what? I've been listening to, not exclusively, but mostly Taylor Swift. The uh, new album. The new album, but I just got tickets to see her show, so I'm... You got tickets? I got tickets. For Dallas? Uh, It's in Houston, the one I got tickets to. It was a whole thing. That (laughs) was such a drama day. It was so drama. Did you try to get tickets? No. Do you even know the pain? No, Um, I have no idea of the pain. You're a Swifty, dude. I don't know if I'm a Swifty, but I love Taylor. And also, I've I've been trying to go back and listen to, like, some of the older albums, but I, like, love All Too Well, 10-Minute Version. I keep, like, going back to that when I say I'm going to listen to her older music, so. Wait, so you are listening to her older music? Yeah. But just all too well, 10-minute version. Oh, okay. Because there's, like, red and folklore. And like... I know. Okay, but you don't like those. No, I love them. I'm just, I can't get past all too well. What's all too well? It's on red, on Taylor's mm. version. Red Taylor's version, all too well, 10-minute version. 10-minute song? Yes! Wait, you've never heard it? This no! This is the one I told you, you look like the girl from the music video. No! And you did not watch it! You didn't say it to me! She looks like Sadie... You look like Sadie Sink, and... Mm. 
she stars in the music video for the All Too Well 10 minute version, Taylor's version. Okay. Okay. And when you're, I've been following a lot of like, I guess Swifties on like Twitter and they like have all these acronyms for like, so that's called like All Too Well 10 minute version, Taylor version, Taylor's version. So it, it will be called like ATW TMVTV. What? Get it? All too well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I get that. I understand the acronym. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I understand the acronym. So, that is something Swifties do. Like, there's some that are, like, 20, like, acronyms long because it's for, like, Long Pond Studio version, like, remix, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, I mean, as someone going to the show, I'm, like, trying to get more into, like, the culture. But, no, I love Folklore Evermore. Um, those, those were my jam last, like, winter. Folklore was the most recent one that came out, right? Folklore and Evermore. They came out, like, well, Folklore came out first, and then Evermore came out, like, three months later or something, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, because people are like, this is way different. It this is. This is, like, jammy. Yeah. It's like, I mean, there's been so many comparisons to, like, her other albums, because it's kind of, like, reputation, like, it's very, like, poppy, but then it's also, like, Cynthia, which is, um, like, 1989, for example. Mm. Um, and she works with Jack Antonoff, who is from Bleachers, and, like, he, like, produces, I think, I guess is the word, um, a lot of, or all of the songs, basically. And I really like his band, so I, like, I do like really Bleachers. like the combo like they Lana have. is Lana Del Rey in one of the songs yes. as well? She's on Snow on the Beach. <laughs> love it that's how it love goes it. okay i do know what you're talking but about but she like doesn't really sing in it and that's been a whole other thing oh she doesn't not really because some of the tracks also remind I don't know me of lana del rey yeah a little bit so you have you listened to midnights yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. i think i really like karma i was telling you earlier mm, I, we were in paris i like that one it <laughs> we also were somewhere <laughs> it also reminds me of Emily in Paris, which I did binge and love. I have not seen that. What? But apparently they mentioned leaks and everyone was like, you have to watch it because there's like a leaks episode. <laughs> you do? Oh my God, I think there was a leaks episode. There was. <gasps> there sure. is. A hundred percent the main chef. Okay, yeah, you should definitely watch it. I forgot. That would be a funny meme for you. <laughs> what it? Okay, so moving out of the T-Swift uh, era. Hope you enjoyed the concert. Keep me posted. <laughs> um, all right. So why don't we get into what we've been watching lately? Gladly. Okay. Well, great. actually, what have you been watching lately? Um, great question. So I've been actually not in the show's realm. I've been super dry. Okay. I don't know what's going on in mm-hmm. shows. I've just like been disinterested. Mm-hmm. The one thing that always is a true to me is Sex and the City. Okay. I, there are six. The original? Absolutely. I did just rewatch <laughs> And Just Like That as well, so I would oh. treat myself to one episode of And Just Like That and one episode of Sex and the City <laughs> per night. And I was like, no more. Oh um, because And Just Like That was obviously sad and not great. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't watch it, so. Okay, you don't know what happens. That's crazy. I know some things. Do you want me to tell you? Like the Peloton thing. You know what that did. Yeah. You know, Big died. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, but like I, I, I don't know. I keep putting such conflicting things, so I haven't watched it yet. But anyway, okay, you love it. It. I didn't love it just okay. like that, but the the fashion was awesome. Okay. So I went back. It was fun to watch. The oh, one thing I have been listening to other than Jazz for Autumn <laughs> is every outfit. 
which I can tell you is about. Is that a podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh. It goes over different episodes <gasps> of Sex and the City. Oh my god, that's fun. It's super fun. It's a fun thing to accompany watching Sex and the it City. It makes the watching experience, yeah. like, really nice. Yeah. And I... It goes into a lot of the fashion. Mm-hmm. So I went, I'm like going back through episodes and like paying more attention to like what they're all wearing mm. and like what the brands are. That's cool because they're obviously fun. wearing like all designer stuff. Yeah. Very interesting. There's like a specific like lipstick skirt that Charlotte wears wow. and I think it was Prada. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of interesting things. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I've been watching is I have been very obsessed with like skincare slash makeup brands i'm looking for like more i'm looking to make a purchase of makeup okay clean and i want it to Mm -hmm. be very dewy i'm a very like cream based Mm -hmm. person and i've recently started watching so many youtube reviews really oh my god of the products yes okay and it's just like how do you even get started on that what do you you even get started yeah so it's like well merit have you seen merit no Merit's, like, this new beauty brand that's, like, kind of, like, Glossier, kind of, like, have you heard of Westman Altier? No. Altier? Okay, well, that one's, like, very, like, (laughs) nice. And, like, that one, to me, seems very high-end. I think, like, it's, like, Merit and then, like, Westman would be even more luxurious. Okay. For example, like, the mascara at Merit is, like, probably $40, $50. Okay. Which, like, I never buy mascara that expensive. Yeah. I still buy, like, drugstore mascara. Which I don't think is great for me. I think my mascara is like $20. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> mid-range. I think that's mid-range. It's a good amount. Okay, so I was interested in Merit. And I don't wear foundation. Mm-hmm. I w- but I do wear concealer. Mm-hmm. And this is basically their way. It's like a one. It's called the Minimalist. And it's like one stick that you can use for under eye and for your foundation. But okay. it's pretty translucent and sheer in general. Is it hydrating? Okay, so mixed reviews. Uh. I've been watching YouTube videos, and some people are like, it's dry and kind of, like, not that great. Probably depends on your skin. Other people are like, you have to put hydrating mist on first. Oh, my gosh. And then put that on. Okay. And then it'll be, like, nice. Okay. I don't know. But Uh. I'll tell you what, Katie. I watched probably (laughs) two hours of makeup reviews this morning. You're like, is it worth the I have. Oh, I've decided yes. I've decided yes. I have a cart in Merit right now so that's like a brand that is it like sephora merit merit is like it would be sold at sephora okay it's a brand merit is the brand yeah okay yeah so i've been watching a ton of that and i love watching like getting ready at night like skincare routines oh my god like the vogue channel i love so much why is it soothing or like to get deets about what people to are get using? deets okay like one time i watched one and actually surprisingly the girl used this like teeth whitener mm-hmm. serum from mm-hmm. like crest mm-hmm. and i bought it and it's like a staple okay i need I that it. yeah I'll i was thinking i like because it doesn't hurt my teeth that's important normally it always hurts yeah. my teeth so mm-hmm. i like watching those to get like little deeds yeah i always think it's funny i used to use like crest white strips when i was like must have been like 14 or something oh sam i would sleep in them <laughs> sleep in them and then my teeth would hurt so bad. yeah my teeth would hurt so I like haven't done whitening and then I did look into like getting the professional whitening and it was like $500 or maybe more I at least in the once. dentist I went to which they were like they have like Groupon and stuff for it <laughs> <laughs> um I that... won't go into how I feel about dentist offices but that's a good word to describe them <laughs> um I feel the same way 
Yeah, I'm I like, I'm just going to roll in and get scammed here. <laughs> like, it's the worst. Everyone gets scammed at the dentist's office. I had Invisalign for, like, two days. I had Invisalign. I did not keep it. It was I so went expensive. Back, and demanded they take it off of me. <laughs> did not pay for it. They tried. What do you mean, take it off of you? Because you can pop it out. They put those little things oh, on to yeah, clip yeah. it on. So they had to take that off I see, of me. I see. They tried to charge me for it. For, of like, course. three years, I told them. Oh, my God. Go call someone else. I'm not paying that bill. <laughs> I'm not paying any of that. Oh my god, it was crazy. Yeah, so I could definitely talk more about the dentist office. Um, well, yeah, I think we've said enough. Yeah, but I think anyway, we've said enough. Anyway, that's... love your teeth whitening thing, and I'm am into that, especially if it's not hard on the teeth, because we need our teeth to not be super sensitive from whitening them so much. I know, but I, I also strong and white. Yeah, I need them to be white <laughs> too. So it's a it's a it's a tough tough world out there. It anyway. Is. Okay. What have you been watching? Um, I've actually been watching a good bit of TV lately. Um, Love is Blind. Watch that. Um, I was, like, texting one of my friends about it because no one has watched it. Like, it's been hard for me to talk to people about it, but I have a lot of thoughts on it. Justice for Cole, I would say, is I will leave it at that. Wait, um, hold on. Love is Blind is... Season two. Okay. Which one? What is the first oh, right. of that? Season three. Yeah. There's season three. Seasons. That's like where you don't see each other. Yeah. You're like in the pods. <gasps> and guys and girls date each other. I watched Love is Blind Brazil. Oh my God. But you haven't seen the other ones. <laughs> and the whole thing was in Portuguese. <laughs> we were like in Oaxaca. We were in Oaxaca. Oh. And like we would just watch it. Sometimes. You watch like the foreign film version of like the like the like u.s version but dude, but i couldn't control the subtitles like i couldn't so it was actually in english with those like voiceovers oh my god so it was really horrible was it good? i mean the voiceovers are terrible if you've ever used i that, tried to watch the instead of just Love using closed captioning Japan, i think and i was like this is weird yeah this they're like, like hey, clearly not them talking hey you i might love you <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I really think that you are pretty. Yeah, it's, like, really weird to watch because, yeah, you know it's not matching the voice. I mean, I feel like we're privileged living in the U.S. Like, all of the movies and shows we want to watch, like, aren't dubbed over. But, like... Dubbed over, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I watched dubbed over Squid Games, which was a so, whole oh my bad God. situation. Wait, no, Squid Games is dubbed over I think for, I think... for the U.S. version. Okay, yeah, that was also that was hard. That was hard to like adapt to, but it it honestly for me made it even freakier. Oh <laughs> like, my god! <laughs> yeah, I was like ah. Okay, so but that Squid Game still haunts me a little bit. I um, agree. Can you finish it? I also watched the whole thing on an airplane, which for some reason was also really scary. Like what? I don't Were you know. Traveling abroad. Um, I was traveling from California to South Carolina, which is like a five hour flight. Oh and yeah. So I think I watched like the first half on the way there, and like the second half on the way back or something yeah anyway so love is blind season three is what i've been watching okay um i watched a couple hulu documentaries angels and demons and god forbid those are crazy like if you have not watched them i think everyone should watch them because they really i mean not gonna we won't go into this can you give us like a category um just like it's kind of like conspiracies but like things that like they're there are articles written, it's just, like, kept under wraps because the people that they're talking about are so powerful. Is it, like, political? Um, God forbid is pretty political. Um, it's, I mean, and, of course, they both, like, relate back to Trump. Um, and then I also started watching Fleischman is in Trouble, and then, but my, the thing I cannot wait for to come out, which comes out, 
Um, today I think there's a new episode, White Lotus season <gasps> two. Yes! Yeah. Sunday I forgot! It? Yeah. Okay, so my new plan is to watch the episode from last week today before the new one comes out. Okay, wait. We haven't been doing that, but I'm going to, like, Have you seen the it. last episode? Yes. But you yes. want to rewatch? I want to rewatch. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's just nice to watch. Like, it's cinematically very oh well done. Oh, my God. It's so good. Did you watch season one? Yeah, I've seen season one, yes. Okay. What do you... What, like, what are you... Where are you at? Um, I was thinking uh, that season one was funnier, like, just, like, LOL funny. Mm. Season two is creepier to me. And I don't know if it's just because I know that, like, things can go really wrong yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Or not, but, like, it's... Season one, I was cracking up the whole time. Season two, I'm not cracking up the whole time. Although I do think it is funny. Like, I'm still laughing. I, it's just so different. I was a bit confused as to why the only character carryover <laughs> is Tanya. Yeah. Um, but. Who's all, hilarious. I'm, like, glad that she did. But, yeah, the rest of them are all new characters. Right. All new characters. I think in general, well, like. for her husband. This is such an interesting show. Like, Trey and I love watching it because the director, and I read a lot of articles after season one, but the director is, like, he makes you hate everyone yeah and love unlikable characters yes all for different like, reasons yeah he really captures like all sides of a human yes. So like you're like oh they're like doing good for this world and then they mm-hmm. actually like cause something horrible to happen and you're yeah. like that's what can happen when that gets out of control they're dynamic people yeah i never know where to land um it's it, he keeps yeah who do you think is <laughs> gonna die um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like in the very beginning when the body washes yes. up. Yes, I I think right now I think it is. Uh, well, actually, I don't remember his name. The tech, he's like the the one. Oh, that's, the Harper's husband. Yes, Ethan. Ethan. You think he's gonna die? I think he's gonna die. Why do you think? Who do you think kills him? Well, because Harper comes upon it, and it seems like she might. Rec- no, it's not Harper. In the beginning, it is. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's Daphne. Wait, Cameron's wife. The, Wait, who's like, Daphne? The, like, I think she has red hair or blonde hair. She's, like, the rich one. one. That's who I'm talking about. That's Daphne. Who's Harper? Harper's the other Oh, wife. oh, that's Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza. No, 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 no. You think... The other Ethan? guy. The other guy. Oh, you think... I don't... Cameron. Cameron. Is that James Franco's little brother? He looks Oh, like he James looks Franco. familiar, but I haven't looked him up. Okay, so you think that guy's dead? I think... What's his name? Cameron. I think Cameron is going to die, or I could see it being... And you think Daphne I don't know, like, any them. of their names. Okay, well, let me educate you. It's <laughs> Daphne and Cameron, Harper and Ethan. Okay. And then Tanya and what's her... Greg. Yeah, Greg. Greg, okay. I do remember Greg now. I think he might die, too. I don't know what's going on with that, um, because what's really interesting about that, obviously, he's with... I don't know. That could that could have been his daughter on the phone. That could be his other it's wife. True. We don't know for sure. We don't know. But one thing that mm-hmm. I do know is he specifically is like, I signed a prenup. Mm-hmm. So he can't be after her for money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then he recently was like, in that recent episode, he's like, um, you've helped me so much. Like, who? He says that to Tanya. Like, I think he was really sick and he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And she got mm-hmm. him like really nice medical attention okay i missed that i kind of missed it too and then trey was like oh this rings a bell this definitely happened this was a storyline i was like 
TBD, but mm. maybe. Yeah, I know. I like, need to rewatch season one, I guess. But I think that it might also be Cameron that washes up okay. because Daphne happens upon him. And I think that she, based on what I saw in the last episode where he's cheating on her. Yeah. I think that she's going to like possibly kill him. Yeah. She is very cheery. Though, Too cheery. In that first part. To have maybe just killed someone. Don't you think? But it seems not like saying crazy. that she necessarily does it though. She's, but she seemed weird. Well, their relationship is weird because like they're starting to play mind games with each other now. That's true. But in the first first episode, when she's talking to those girls on the beach, mm-hmm. I was like, "This is a weird person." Yes, like it's there was weird. a weird vibe. Yeah, there. it's weird to just turn to a stranger <laughs> when you're on vacation. Like, hey, what are you guys doing here? It's like they're on vacation. Leave I couldn't alone. tell if it was weird or if it was just like almost like um, like a parody of, like, just normal interactions that people have that are so, like, artificial. Mm. It kind of gave me that vibe, too, because you know everyone's like, hey, how are you? And you're like, good, you? And it's just so superficial. Like, that was the thing I was getting. And people do do that. Like, I guess that's true. And that I wasn't sure if he was, like, making a point of that or if it was, like, a creepy thing. Like, because yeah. it was definitely creepy, too. It's As I reflect on it, it feels more and more creepy. Yeah. I think that's what it could be. Knowing what we know. White Lotus is so good. Yeah, when it's she's, a really good show. When she's like, I want to be Monica Vici. <laughs> when Tanya's like, my idea of a perfect day. I'm like, this is so... It did make me want... It made me want pasta with clams so bad. Oh, my God. I know. That I, sounds so good. It, I really want to It made that. me want to go to Italy really bad. Mm. Just in general. Yeah, like Sicily. Like, that yeah, area I've seems... Never I've never been to that area. Yeah, yeah it seems very beautiful. So, yeah, I've been watching... We've been watching The White Lotus Season 2, and I'm really excited. Um, I think Fleischman is in trouble. That has a new episode coming out tonight, too. What's that? Um, that's another one that's on Hulu. I'm not sure if I like it yet, but mm. it's got, like, Jesse Eisenberg in it. And I saw a preview for it. And also this girl that I like, I cannot remember her name, but she was in, like, Party... What was that show called? Party Down. What? Who is she? I yeah, also it was don't Party know. Down. Um, I'm so bad I at watched celebrity it. names. Her name is Lizzie Kaplan. No idea. I just looked her up, and she was in Party Down. That was That's a really hilarious show. It was out in 2009, Google is telling me. Um, but yeah, so she's in that show with Jesse Eisenberg, and I don't really know what's, like, happening. So, I mean, I know it's happening, but I'm not sure what direction it's going to go. It could go in a lot of different directions at this point, because it's really just, there's only two episodes out. And so far, the guy, Jesse Eisenberg, is being, like, completely oblivious to, like, bigger things happening. And it's really zoned in on a sex life, which is vague odd. description of a show ever. I don't Aside from sex life. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. A lot of it is, the beginning is so much about sex, though. I'm like, is this is going to totally leak fiction? Back? Yeah. Okay. I think so. <laughs> Let's hope so. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to see where that one goes. I'm not sure if I like it yet, honestly. Interesting. I, think I like it. Um, yeah. So we do have a holiday coming up. Yeah, and I actually will. One of my favorite things to do around Thanksgiving is see a movie. Oh, I don't do you know. go to the theaters. Mm-hmm. Which way? Yeah, probably will. <laughs> my family always used to go. We would watch the Harry Potters. They always came out really? Thanksgiving week. Oh, yeah, that's so fun. But now there's kind of a lot of good movies out. I think. Do you want to Alamo Draft House? I love Alamo Draft House. I haven't been there since I moved back to Austin. I also love Violet Crown. Do you ever go there? I have been, but I, I have not gone in years. I am such a popcorn girl. I have to have popcorn in the movies. No, who else likes popcorn char? Oh, Tracy he also loves popcorn. popcorn. Um, 
So does Violet Crown have the popcorn? Yes, and they have nutritional yeast that you can really? put on the popcorn. Oh, I love that. And I don't know. I'm a big fan it's of very nutritional nice. yeast. Um, but yes, okay, Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, before we get into, like, what we're making, do you have any, like, hot takes about Thanksgiving? Like, things that are maybe unpopular or yeah. just, like, general I actually opinions. just tweeted something this morning. Because I was thinking about it, like, I was... It just bothers me. This is... It's kind of almost like a pet peeve. Okay. I hate when people complain about the turkey. Like, mm. everyone's like, I don't like turkey. It's dry. It's like, don't eat it. You do not need Dude. turkey at your Thanksgiving. I do not agree with that. And I think that it's such a staple, but everyone complains about it. It's like, stop complaining. Get chicken. Get ham. Get whatever you want. You don't need turkey. Okay. So your pet peeve is that people complain about it, but you actually do like turkey? Mm, I don't like turkey. Are you going to make a turkey? No. Because you don't want it. I don't want it. And you're not going to complain about it because you're not going to make it. Exactly. Yeah. I just agree eliminate the issue. I think it gets old. It's like just the classic. And when everyone's like, what's your favorite and what's your least favorite? People are like, turkey. Like, yeah. get rid of the turkey. Everyone and I'm like, always talks shit on turkey. They do. And you know what? Here's what I'll say. Hot take. Mm-hmm. I have two of them, but this is one. Mm. Fried turkey mm. is so good. What do you mean fried turkey? So Like a turkey fried? A whole turkey. Deep fried. You no, it's not deep fried. I mean, actually, I think it, I think it technically is deep fried, but it's not battered. People think right. it's battered. It's okay. not. Okay, okay. But you, like, baste it with tons of butter. Like, tons of butter injected into that okay. turkey while it's raw, okay. thawed. Gotcha. Then you have to put into it on its this. cavities? Yeah, into its <laughs> cavities. Then, I don't know, my dad does this, but you basically have to have, like, you have to do it outside because it could cause a fire. I have seen videos of yeah. this recently. Yes. Um, people it's, dropping the turkey in and it's just like you lighting can't a fire. drop it. You have to slow. <laughs> yes, I have put seen, it. In. I was watching that too recently. Yeah, but turkeys are really heavy, so you have to like yeah. hook it up on like a metal piece yeah. of steel, slowly layer it in, lower mm-hmm. it in, let it cook, and then you pull it out, and it's like the best tasting. Because I agree. Mm. Like, I actually love turkey breast. I buy it almost weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, deli from Central Market, but when I get the fried turkey deli, I'm like, this is so good. Mm. I actually really do like it. So it's just, like, made with a lot of butter. I think it's butter, but it typically has, like, Cajun seasonings as well. Interesting. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit spicier. Yeah. I mean, I think if you know how to make the turkey, like, that's different. Yeah. But, like, everyone thinks they have to make have turkey for Thanksgiving, even though they've never made turkey before you're not going to make a good turkey. No. Like, it's just, it's a hard one to make. Yeah. And I just think it's, like, such a waste. Like, you're literally, like, it wasting is. an entire animal's life. So that, yeah. not to get, like, too deep in it, but, like, people are complaining about this, and it's, like, this, it, you're, like, you just wasted that. Yeah, completely. honestly, one, one like, tip someone gave recently was, like, go to a barbecue place and just buy the smoked turkey breast pre-cut. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. And if you don't want it, like, it'll be fine. Something Put it on that, later. Yeah, something. something that you know will be good. And it, like, eliminates a ton of, like, cooking time, too. Like, yeah. turkey, you have to start thawing and brining, like, days in advance days of Thanksgiving. So, like, if you're thinking about doing a turkey, do it now. Like, start brining it and thawing it. Like, 100%. You, you have to start Dude, a turkey doing takes, like, two days to thaw. Yeah. And then you're supposed to brine it for two days as well. I yeah. was just reading about this. Um, but yeah, that's my Thanksgiving hot take. Other than that, I say like you do you and yeah. My hot take on Thanksgiving, the thing that really, really pisses me off. (laughs) I've never liked this. I hate that people eat at 2 p.m. 
Why? I cannot stand it. Because people are, like, super rushed. Yeah. That's you, the main thing. And it's like, dude, you, you've done so much work and you've cooked so much <laughs> all to be eating at 2 p.m., be full at 2.30, take a nap from 2.30 to 4.30, and then watch football at 5 and it's dark outside. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate it. So I want to have Tate's ideal world. In my ideal world, we cook all day. Mm-hmm. We have cocktails. We yeah. drink. We have, like, no lunch because we're probably snacking. We mm-hmm. use, like, snack boards. We eat at, like, 7. Mm-hmm. Candlelit. Yeah, that's cute. Wine, beauty, yeah. jazz for autumn on the soda. <laughs> Gotta have the jazz for autumn. No football. No football. I'm sorry, but no football. Oh, we have a different idea. We have a different of idea. But I do agree with you. Like the two thirty time is ambitious. My family used to do that growing up, though. Like we would, like everyone would come over to my house or my family's house, like all of our relatives, and it would be around like two to three. And so I know everyone was rushed. I was little then, so why did they do? Like why did that start? I don't really know, but I mean, dinner is clearly the right thing to do because you have to cook all day. Like you can't just cook all of that. It's so weird, and like no one eats at. 2 p.m. Yeah, or 3 p.m. Like, I just don't understand why people do that. Yeah, I don't know either. But, yeah, I like the Thanksgiving dinner. We're definitely doing that this year. Okay. But but mainly because we're doing the turkey trot in the morning. Then we yeah. have to cook. So, like, we're definitely not going to be done by 2.30. So, we'll what, just do you, what do you, what's, like, the top thing you're cooking? What's your what I are have, most excited about? I honestly haven't really decided. But for some reason, I'm really excited to make the cranberry sauce. I love I cranberry love sauce. I love the cranberry sauce. I made... Char doesn't want me to make it. He's like, that's a waste. And I'm like... I don't care. Like, Dude, you have to have cranberry there's sauce. There's a spicy one from Bon Appetit I made one year. Mm. It was so good. It has jalapenos in it. Really? Yes. The one I make has orange in it. It's it's basically just orange and or, uh, fresh squeezed orange juice and cranberries. Classic. And it's just, like, it's, it's so easy and it looks really pretty and it's I, tasty. I also like having a bit of that, like, acid pop mm-hmm. while I'm eating such a fatty meal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, a sweet but, like, really tart flavor that Tart. I think goes very nicely on all of the dishes. It breaks it up yeah. a little bit, the tartnesses. Yeah. Same with gravy. Like, I like having a gravy or something to put on all my stuff. I'm definitely a food mixer. Are you a food mixer? No! I like not. I'm not! <laughs> I'm like... Wait. I do not. Are you someone that, like, doesn't like it touching? No, I don't care if it touches, okay. but, like, I don't... Like, I will make something and purposely have things, like, to complement each other but not be mixed. I love to mix... Tray. I will literally be like, like get some like collard greens, like mashed potatoes, dip them both in cranberries. No, and then get like some mac and cheese on there. Like, I mean, no, why not? It's a hard no. Honestly, I mean, I'm not even making all of those things, but that does sound good to me. For me, it's like <laughs> I'll put chimichurri on steak. <laughs> That's the mixing. What the heck? That's classic. You I don't know. go. You don't go. You don't get creative with it. But there are moments. No, I don't like mixing flavors. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I'm pretty strict about it. Okay, so what I'm making is really similar to what you're making. Um, I would, do you want to interject for the listeners? Um, Taylor and I do not have the similar tasting. Like, we do not like the same things necessarily. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, so we will not agree on that kind of thing. Like, you don't like to mix. I like to mix. You like, what kind of, what is your favorite kind of sweet? You have a different one than me. Like, dark chocolate. Oh, actually, I like chocolate. We but I, I don't like cake. Okay. See, I like cake. I don't have a problem with cake. I mean, the cakes you made were good. The Amy Chaplin ones. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Oh, yeah. You, like, secretly hated it. There was something else you make. Like, I would never make, like, a sweet salmon glaze. Mm. I would only make it savory. Yeah, you don't like sweet stuff very much. Not when it's mixed with savory. 
as my favorite combo. No. So that might be where we go. That's where we go. Our separate ways. <laughs> but yeah, so that was just a That's little... That's where we weave. Just a side note. Yeah, it is a side note. Because it happens. Note. Sometimes people don't have similar tastes to you, and that's completely fine. Yeah. I think They're so. still valid. They are still valid. I guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... So, yeah. Wait, what are you making for Thanksgiving? Do you okay, know yet? I'm making this thing that I don't know how you're going to react to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a famous recipe on my mom's side of the family. Oh, and it's called, I love that. And it's called pickled purple eggs. And they are pickled <laughs> eggs that you put beet. You, you, so, you make the pickling brine with okay. beet juice. Okay, that's my favorite color. Okay, great. Good start. You boil the eggs, you use pickling spices, white vinegar, and beet juice from cans. You boil Ooh. all of that with like salt, pepper, sugar. Then you um, pour that Wait. over the eggs. Okay. With the shell on? No, the, you've boiled okay, you the boil eggs the egg. and okay. remove the shell. Okay. And then separately, you have two cans of beets. I use whole beets. Okay take the water or take the juice the beet juice off of that mix it with the vinegar and then boil the vinegar and the beet juice and the pickling spices and the eggs no eggs this is just here. this is just to make the liquid the pickling we're still liquid. on the brine the okay, brine okay. yeah separate okay. boil the eggs let those eggs cool and then while those are cooling you're making your pickling brine once the pickling brine is made, you have to let that cool off, and then you pour the pickling brine over mm. the eggs and take all those whole beets that were in the can. I, like, quarter them and leave some of them whole. Mm-hmm. Spread them around the eggs in, like, a Pyrex, oh. and they just sit. So those things are just, those babies are going to pickle for, like, five days. Oh. So by the time you eat it, the eggs are purple. Yeah. The inside, they're still kind of yellow. Hmm. And they have just this amazing pickled flavor. What I mean, the if heck? you like pickled eggs. Yeah. I'm... I know, like, I don't think I've really had many pickled eggs, but I'm definitely not opposed to them. I think you would like it. I definitely would like it. I'll like, have. That sounds like something I I will have like. a batch. I will bring you one. I love eating it with, like, cottage cheese. Oh. Not something I would ever oh. think to do. <laughs> um, I am a big deviled eggs fan, though. That's, like, one of my favorite yeah, foods. Yeah, I used to like eat, like, eggs. so I, many deviled eggs when I was younger. In my mind, deviled eggs are so much harder to make than they actually are, I think. Yeah, they're really easy to make. They they seem so much. Like, I'm like, yeah. I have to, like, put that stuff in a bag and pipe it back out. <laughs> no, right? I mean, you, you don't, just mix it. I do. I use a Ziploc, and I, like, cut the end off. Because it makes it easier. It's exhausting. It's actually easier than doing, like, spoon. Transferring all of that into a bag and what? piping it? You just open the bag, tra- mm. transfer it in. I'll tell you It takes what. a second. Boiling all those eggs and then peeling them, mm. that's the pain in the ass. And yeah, I had bought annoying. I had bought brand new eggs, so when I was peeling them, they were totally getting like ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I have some tricks, but like it doesn't work every time. So no. like I'm yeah. I, I think you really have to cool them off. They have to be cooled. I almost think that you don't. Really? I am finding it that I have found recently, like I'll let them come to room temperature. Mm-hmm. That, for some reason, I think helps the eggs once when you're peeling them, but then I, like, cook them or whatever. I let them go to the ice bath, sit in the ice bath for, like, a few minutes, and then I peel them. And that, I have been getting good results lately with that method. So you let them come to room temperature before you boil them? Yeah. Oh. That's a big thing. That's a mm-hmm. really big thing. I was about to put a... Or I put, like, an egg yolk in this dressing last night because I was going to emulsify it mm-hmm. with the oil. 
and I totally didn't let it get to room temperature. I just did oh. it when it was cold. Should what did it do? Nothing. It just was basically like scrambled <laughs> eggs ready to go. Like, I was like, this is horrible. I just dumped the whole thing. And then I was like, why am I trying to add a yolk in here? Like, that's not me. I've never done that. Just a... stick to Oh, because my... you were doing the Caesar. Actually, I have done it with a Caesar salad. I was, it was a mix, dude. It was like a weird on a garden recipe. And I was like, take just do your classic vinaigrette, yeah. no egg yolk, and just yeah. be who you are. And it was so acidic. Oh, I was scared that they were not going <laughs> to like it. And they said they did. So I don't know. Mm, but That sounds good. When there's like a fatty dish, yeah. I like a very acidic mm-hmm. vinaigrette. That sounds delish. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I lo- wait, what are you making though? The, just the eggs? Like, that's all oh, like, you have planned for that, Thanksgiving? That is one, that's the main also, thing. Also, is that like a family, like, Thanksgiving tradition? Yes. Or it's just a recipe? Okay. Well, it's, it's actually my mom's family tradition, but I'm taking it to my dad's okay. family's. Cute. Yeah, so it'll be fine. Okay. Um, I, I typically make stuffing, but I made stuffing mm-hmm. for this, like, Friendsgiving I did recently, yeah. and I'm like, I think I'm done. Like, I don't think I want it again. Did you burn it? Yeah. <laughs> did burn it but I like cut that part off you like broiled it too long or something right because I made it the day before and then I was like it stuffing looks hideous yeah you don't look at stuffing and think like no you're like delicious yeah you're just like what is this casserole shit actually I think it looks good it did not the next day. <laughs> it needed to be, like, crisp. And then it, like, over crisp. I'm yeah. put it in the broiler. Did it black. take you a long time to make? I'm deciding yes, it did whether I should make it. And the biggest thing that you have to think about is if you want to do it, you need to buy bread now so it'll dry out by the time you make it. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to, I think true, you can true, true. buy the pre-dried yeah, you can, I mean, you can use, like, breadcrumbs. Yeah. And Actually, breadcrumbs, but. would love a suggestion. I have mm-hmm. to bring the mac and cheese, mm-hmm. and I don't know what recipe to use. Not vegan. Although I do How do you vegan, know me so well? I was about to do that. The first thing that came to my mind, because, okay, here's my thing on mac and cheese. I do not like grating cheeses. Mm. It's, like, I don't like grating stuff in general. Like, I don't like zesting lemons. I love the, I love the flavor of zested lemons, but I don't like doing it myself and same with grating. It just takes too long. It like, hurts my hands. Zesting I'm like, mm. a lemon takes two seconds. Mm-hmm. A grating cheese, I understand. Zesting a lemon doesn't... Okay, it depends what kind of grater you're using. A microblade? The toss... Like, the skinny one? Yeah. That thing takes me forever to use. Hmm. Um, but that's the same issue for grating mac and cheese. I make char grate all of the cheeses. You can buy it pre-shredded. You can, but I don't like to buy, like... Like, it has other things mixed into it, unless you get it, like, freshly shredded, like, at yeah, the, like... like, Central Market. You would take it to them and be like, can you shred it? Mm, there's stuff, like, like, it's, like, whole... It's, like, yeah. on the deli section. I know like, what you're it. talking about. I don't know. There's some... Sometimes they add, like, preservatives in there to keep mm. it, like, separated, mm. which I'm not about. So, Fair. back to the mac and cheese. I mean, I have a great vegan mac and cheese recipe with cashews, but... Other than that, I will not recommend any mac and cheeses. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. I can't recommend them because I don't have one that I like to make. Uh, I mean, I could do. So last year I did a cacio e pepe mac and cheese, which was. That sounds amazing. Phenomenal, but it doesn't sit well. Oh. Like you have to eat cacio e pepe immediately. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it like solidifies. And that's what happened. But does it have like raw egg yolk in it? No. Is that how you make cacio e pepe? Uh. 
Wait, hold on. Does it have rawhide IQ? Well, it definitely, definitely has, has a ton like, of the parmesan, parm. yeah. The parm and a lot of black solidifies. Oh, that'd be nasty. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird. Like... It was difficult. It was very like blocky, chunky. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so I gotta figure mm. that out. I mean, I would say just do a, like some kind of classic ra- recipe, like. Can't go wrong with classic Mac. I know. That's what I'm thinking, maybe too. I always like gravitate Velveeta? towards easy recipes. I cannot cook with Velveeta. I would not like that. <laughs> no, I would say like an actual recipe using like <laughs> Gruyere and like maybe cheddar. I Ooh. love. I love a cheddar. Gruyere would be really good with Gruyere like breadcrumb toppings. I'm thinking. About. Yeah. Yeah. My family growing up, like I grew up in South Carolina, and casseroles were really big, and like everyone made casseroles, and like. There was this mac and cheese, and maybe you've had it, but it's almost like a casserole mac and cheese, and it's like... Big shells? N- no, it's not necessarily... No, it's it's elbows, but it's like... Oh, it's I know like what you're talking about. It's like consistency of, like, almost... It's not jello, Potato? but, uh, like... What? It's not jello, but it's, like, it stays solid if you scoop it out. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, every casserole is like that. Yeah, it's casserole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know how I'm, like... I have so many potatoes right now. Like, I have probably, like, five pounds of potatoes. So I'm like, should I do something with potatoes? You should definitely do something with potatoes. What would you do? Well, mashed potatoes. Um, We're thinking about doing smashed potatoes. So, like, boil them and then smash them. And then, like, toss them with, like, something. Herbs. Yeah, herbs. Mm. I mean, that's really seasonal. Butter would be good. Butter. Um, Okay, what are you Googling? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're Googling right now. Southern oh, baked mac and the cheese. The casserole. Yes, I know you're talking Southern about. Southern baked mac and cheese. How would you describe that? Not like jello. It's not jello. <laughs> I know that was a bad. But that being said, if jello was in this and you put your spoon in. And, oh my like, God, everyone. Katie's similar. just like shoving her computer in my face <laughs> with the casserole. I think that looks delicious. Honestly, it does, and that is something I'm considering making. Actually, this is a really easy recipe for our listeners. It's elbow mac, salted butter, one egg, a can of evaporated milk. That means no grating, I guess, and then one and a half cups whole milk. Um, yeah, that's right. I think easy. I'm missing some ingredients. <laughs> there's no way that you get the mac from just those. But. Um, Define Dish has a very similar one to this on her website. Okay, oh wait, you missed so You're not reading that ingredients list right, right. <laughs> I only read the first Just tell time. people to Google Southern... Southern mac and cheese. Southern mac and cheese casserole. That's you, all you, you need to do. You don't even have to put casserole. You don't have to put casserole. <laughs> it's just Southern macaroni and cheese. Okay, all right. Okay. We've got to wrap up our <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> episode. So, in conclusion... Um, what about dessert? I Are you doing any dessert? dessert no. I'm not either. No. I don't really care enough about dessert. I mean, sometimes I want it, but... I like the pie, but, like, I swear to God, every time I make something, when I get to a Thanksgiving, there's, like, seven other pies. Like, everyone makes pie. And I'm like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, pies are hard to make, too. Yeah, I'm just not interested. I would much rather have sides. Oh, I'm going to make a salad. Mm -hmm. I love salads. I love salads. Maybe we can do an episode on salad. We could. We do a whole episode on salad. That could be a whole episode. Write it down. Okay. Okay. Salads. Um. So yeah, let's round this out. Um. Talked about Thanksgiving shows we like or are watching. Mm, We covered all the topics. The next time we come to do the pod, we'll have watched Nigella. We'll have gone to Thanksgiving. 
We'll have a lot of food updates for everyone on the next pod. Yeah. Next um, Abby. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. A wise young homemaker using good techniques and equipment and a little imagination can turn a sandwich into festive fare. She'll give the guests a choice of Coke or milk. When you can offer guests a choice easily, it's a gracious gesture.